It is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. Hi, I'm Becca James. Becca James, the girl with two first names. Hi, yes, thank you for having me. I always have so much fun with you. I'm glad that you're here. I mean, it's just a delight uh, because we just saw each other this past weekend Mm -hmm. and it's always fun to hang out because I needed um, a co-host for the Carnes Fairest of the Fair pageant and boom, you were right there for me and I appreciate that. But we'll also thank you. For uh, for joining us, for liking, sharing, watching, subscribing, all of the things, all and uh, things. smashing that button for uh, what's well, here? What means we'll smash that button for notifications <laughs> on, <laughs> on our YouTube channel. We're trying to get to a thousand subscribers, and we picked up um, a handful this past week. I'm excited good. about that. Uh, that's good news. Also, uh, you can support the Frank and Friends show with our fabulous merchandise: the mugs, the neatly folded beach towel. Um, and all of the other stuff, more drinkware. My goal is to, if we sell enough merch uh, this month, I'd be able then to use the profits to buy a pint glass for the set. <laughs> a lofty goal indeed. Well, that's what I do with all the money that we make on the show, which is not a lot. I, you know, you buy batteries. So you, and, you invest and, and stuff. You invest in the show and back into the that show. Makes sense. Exactly, exactly. So, um, Becca James, you were here. Frank Murphy. Um, a couple of months back when we did, I don't know, we just, you just came by. Yeah, we're, yeah, it's been a few months. Yeah. It has. And um, I was thinking of you when the uh, the Carnes Fairest of the Fair called. And I thought, really? I mean, You think these, beauty pageants and you think of me? I th- yes, and I'll tell you why. Because, <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, I'm That's always surprised. <laughs> I'm always surprised when any of these things that I used to emcee when I had a job um, on a, in a big radio company. Mm-hmm. They would come along, and they'd say, we want you to emcee the thing because you're on the radio. And it's a yeah. lot like uh, comp tickets to shows. Hey, would you like a pair of free tickets to come see our show because you work at yeah. one of the big corporate stations? You have clout. All right. Dollywood tickets is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. I now have to pay for Dollywood tickets if I want to go yep. because I'm no longer <laughs> on the comp list. Yes. All right. So yeah. that's just the way it is. I mean, I have a job at a station. I just got to tell them, hey, I work at a different smaller station. It's... I don't have that at all, so I just, right. like, here's my credit card. Exactly. So you know the deal. So, but some of these uh, gigs that I've had, and I've had multiple MC gigs just recently, and whether it was the uh, Friends of Literacy or the McNabb Center with the big barbecue bash. Hey, you've been really busy. I know. What's the time of year? And a lot of these things are coming along. And they still call and say, would you like to MC it again? And I'm thinking, well, why wouldn't you? Don't you want to get... One of the That's other That's my DJs. reaction because a few people have contacted me and I'm like, you know, I, I'm. It's just me now. And they're yeah. like, no, you did great. We still want you. And it's like, but then think that's about a this. huge compliment. Without getting you in trouble, let me use a hypothetical example. Okay. Let's suppose that your favorite DJ no longer works at her, your favorite station. And then you try to hire that favorite DJ's replacement at that favorite station and find out that they don't even live anywhere near Knoxville. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. I mean, they could Uh be uh, syndicated on, uh, they could be the John Boy and Billy show on WIMZ, for example. They're in in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, Yeah, so what do you do? Hypothetically. (laughs) Hypothetically. (laughs) (laughs) The Anna and Raven show on the station where I work, they're in Connecticut. Yeah. They're not coming, you know. (laughs) Yeah, no. no. Unless you're going to pay for like airfare, hotel, comp time, all of this. So um, there's still actually more... MC gigs than there are on-air local DJs. So if you think of it that way. Yeah. So anyway. I I still think of it as a huge compliment that anybody wants us to grace their stage. Well, you did a great job with me. I guess the last time you were here, we we were talking about the Carnes uh, Christmas Parade. Yeah. And you did that with me because um, Catherine Frady was going to be out of town. And again, Mm -hmm. 
Freddie's out of town. A year ago, Freddie and I did the Carnes Fairest of the Fair together. And I realized how much better it flows when you have two hosts because mm-hmm. I didn't I always thought it would be cool to MC a beauty pageant because Adam West, TV's Batman, MCs a beauty pageant in some comedy movie. I think it's uh, called Drop Dead Gorgeous, which is one of my favorite oh, movies. I, oh, that was um, the girl who married... Brit- Brittany Murphy's in it. Yeah. Um, the the uh, ex-wife of Charlie Sheen. She's in it. Who was in Scream. What's her name? Denise Richards? Yes. Yes. Um, I got there. And um, <laughs> Kirstie Alley. Uh, Kirsten Dunst. You know, oh, wow. It's a crazy all-star cast, but the movie is so... It's a, it's a really um, cutting satire. But all of the jokes, or most of the jokes, are now politically incorrect, so they don't, it's, you can't find it. Ah, that makes sense. But, I, I remember it coming up, but yeah. I, don't, I never saw it. Hilarious movie, and it sends up beauty pageants. So it made me think, I would love to have a beauty pageant. That looks hilarious. <laughs> uh, so I got to MC the Carnes Ferris of the Fair multiple mm-hmm. times, and I always thought of it as a challenging gig because there's a lot to do. Now, yeah. it, it's gotten easier because the lady who runs it now is very well organized. Yes, shout out to Julie Muse. You did yeah. an amazing job. And that's all the difference in the world because in the past, I would have, they, they'd be handing you the pages from oh, the contestants. Oh, yeah, all the information. Like and- during the show. Oh. You know, they'd be like, oh, here's another one for the category. That, and the, and you, So you have them all over the podium, and you're trying to keep everything straight. Yeah. And Julie has it all in a binder, in order. Yeah, this was very nice, nicely organized, and we got those binders ahead of time so we could read through them. Yeah, so she made it easy. Because I, I was telling you, trying, I was trying to warn you ahead of time. I said, this gig is great for an MC because if you can do this, yeah. if you can successfully do a, a pageant gig, then you really are going to be prepared for almost anything. Oh. Because the... Um, a lot, and a lot of the contestants, it's written like yeah. in their first person. You know, hi, I'm Brittany, and I'm I'm using Brittany Murphy as an example because I, there were no Britneys in our show. I followed you. I don't think there are any Britneys anymore. I think that Britney's is years. Age, I mean, kids. <laughs> I think I think Britney has aged out of, of children's names. It'll come back around because just like right now, names that were popular in like the early 1920s are coming back to style. We'll eventually get back to Britneys. Oh, that's right. Oh, my, I got a, a, an Isabella in my family now. That's a good. Point. I love that name. So um, anyway. Uh, you know, you, ha- you get these pages that says, Hi, I'm Brittany and I'm five and I enjoy horseback riding and, and you can't. Mm-hmm. And on the fly, because I, I remember seeing that, you had to change it to, this is Brittany, she loves yeah. this, 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 and this. And so you had to, transpose. while you're reading it, transpose, that's the word, you had to do that on the fly and that yeah. was... That's part of the challenge. Yeah, it really but was. when you get the binder a day in advance... I went through and I just all the eyes. I just put a hash mark on them, and I, I knew that I knew. And I'm normally like that, yeah. but I had plans Friday night. I had stuff with my kids all day Saturday. We took them bowling for the first time. Congratulations! Thank you. They had so much fun. My one of them got a strike. His first bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I was so impressed. Um, anyways, off on a tangent, but yeah. So I actually did not do as much prep as I normally would for a gig. Um, so I was literally like, you, when you pulled up in the parking lot, I was just kind of going through the binder for the first time. She going like, I need to, I need to read this. I, I pull up next to her and she's, pulls well, down the window and goes, I'm cramming. And the window goes back up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. I was trying to prepare a little. <laughs> but I knew what you meant. Because I mean, I, it, was, it was good to have all of that. And yeah. plus when you have two hosts... You've got my back. I've got your back, and it makes everything just flow yeah. so much more smoothly. So, um, I was ready. You know, two, a couple of years ago, I was ready to tell him, "Look, I don't want to do this anymore." Aww, I but did, you do so good. But it's gotten easier because 
Julie's more organized, and it's gotten easier to have a competent co-host. Freddie did a great job last year. You did a great job this year. Thank you. So, yeah. you know, yeah. So anyway, that was that was a delight. That we spent. And you looked really sharp in your tux, by the way. And I have to thank Robin at uh, Prestige Tuxedo, mm-hmm. who used to be in the costume department at, like, at Dollywood and oh, a bunch wow. of theme departments. She was telling me about all the different sh- uh, shows where she used to create costumes. Wow. Before she got the job at Prestige. So I go over there and she looks at me and she's like, okay, we're going to do this. And there's a, a mannequin. When you walk in the, to Prestige Tuxedo, there's a couple of mannequins. One of them has this was just it, it wild look. And, we, and my wife and I, she came with me. She joked, oh, we can see Dino Cartwright in that outfit. And Robin goes. What color was it? Every color. Oh, it yes. was It was a multi. It was a. And I don't even know how to describe it, except to find the picture of Dino wearing it at some point. But um, and the Robin says, "How did you know Dino has worn that? <laughs> he comes in here all the time." And she says, "When Dino comes in, he doesn't. He just goes right to the back and starts picking his own stuff off the off the oh. racks." Um, but Robin had another one on a mannequin that was that blue with the yeah. black shawl collar, mm-hmm. and. Uh, she says, you'd look great in that. When's the gig? And I said, at this point, it was still a week away. She yeah. said, oh, no, I don't think we have, we'll be able to get that one oh. in the time. And then, wouldn't you know it, she did some magic. She went back in the warehouse. She looked through some things oh. and found one. Well, I'm glad she did because yeah. you looked really good in it. She said, and you know, the trick was, she said, this one is tall enough for you, but it'll be a little snug around the waist. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you in a black vest, and no one's going to notice that the jacket's unbuttoned. Your jacket was unbuttoned? I didn't notice. (laughs) (laughs) Robin did. I had no idea. Robin did her costuming magic. Yes, she did. She technically gave me a jacket that was a size too small because she had it in stock. But she compensated by by redoing the vest and making it all look, the look blended, and it looked great. It did, and I really am you took just, a selfie. I'm trying, yeah. Try, yeah, I'm like, I'm going to have to go back to the I'll put the selfie on the, the screen. Tape. I'm like, I don't even I know. remember. Well, Robin, and my wife is there, so the two of them are talking, blah, 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 and getting this all worked out. And I'm excited, right? So this was before the 4th of July. They're going to be closed for the 4th, and, yeah. you know, I get the notice, um, like, I guess it was... The Friday before, the day... When was the event? It was on a Saturday? It was Saturday. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Only two so days ago. The day before, the tux is ready to pick up. Now, meanwhile, I've also... Uh, am Facebook friends with Eddie and Blake and some of the other big shots from Prestige Tuxedo. I mean, Eddie Manis, everyone knows Eddie, right? Yeah. I went to... Um, he invited me to... When I worked in, in uh, big-time media. media, he invited me to be a press <laughs> rep on an honor-air flight oh. to D.C., Cool. Which is one of the best things I've ever done. <clears throat> so, I had seen that there was a big estate sale. Okay. Now, Eddie didn't spe- uh, specifically mention what it was, but he had these pictures of shirts and pants and pots and pans and record albums and all of these different okay. things. And the estate sale was going to be at Prestige Tuxedo. And it was going to be on the days that I was going to be there, Friday and Saturday, right? Okay. So, I wasn't planning on going and checking out the estate sale. I wasn't. <laughs> But it's going on right there. And Robin calls and says I mean, to me, there's a, there's a lot going on. Technically, the front lobby is going to be closed. So if you want, you can just come pick up your suit and uh, go take it home and try it on. But, you know, the air, they've got all the air conditioning going into the warehouse for the estate sale. The front office is, is going to be, I said, look, i got to do yeah. this. i got to try it on. Okay. I, I get in there, and I came earlier in the day when it was not as hot. Tried it on. Everything looked good. And I'm glad I did because she had to adjust the She gave me two, two pants. 
One was set for the waist, one was set for the length. <laughs> you should try them on, and then whichever one yeah. you like better will adjust the length. So that's what we did. Oh, so, well, there you go. And right there on the spot. So while she's doing that, I wander into the estate sale. Oh. Yeah. And it, I can't believe my eyes. Yeah. Because, and I said to the lady running it, you I said, said, and it's like, it's all the things you normally see at an estate sale. It's not just clothes. It was mostly clothes, but there was, okay. yes, but yes, there were housewares, there was old clock radios, there was, you know, weightlifting equipment, there was a, you know, a, a yes, yeah, all, all the, the things. All the things. <laughs> but they're set up in the back of this tuxedo shop, so there's okay. just, you know, racks and racks of, okay. it's all organized, and it's all organized by size. And everything has been pressed and starched, oh. as you could tell. Uh, now, we'll that's that. my kind of estate sale, because I don't like going into shops in any type of scenario where everything is so disorganized that you just can't make sense of what's what, because that yeah. just overwhelms me, and I don't like right. that. Well, no, this is, this is these, this family. So I did the lady who was running, and I said, I, I'm going to be rude, but, you know, who died? She said, oh, it was my dad. Oh. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. But now I'm confused, because I remember Eddie's father had passed away a year ago. Yeah. And then I looked it up later. It turns out this is Eddie's sister I'm talking to. She just has a different last name. Oh. You know, okay. Janice, Janice Rector is her name, and I'm talking to her. So she's married, obviously, and, and Mr. Mattis yeah, is the I one see. elder who has passed away. Yeah. But there's so, so men's clothes, women's clothes, okay. and all organized by size, all cleaned and pressed at Prestige. <laughs> In fact, I said to him, I said, when I have the shirt that I'm wearing today, I said, when I take this back to Prestige... Am I going to get, is it going to go return to the wrong people? Because usually there's a um, little barcode. Oh, the tag. Yeah. That tells you who's it belonged to. But that apparently they had even gone through and taken off all the barcodes after they cleaned them. Oh, wow. I know. I like that. That level of detail. Yeah. That makes me happy. So this is one of the shirts that I bought. And is that why it was so starched that I had to help you get the buttons <laughs> yes. on? And I had a difficult time? <laughs> but it's beautiful, right? It is. And I lo- it's, this shirt that I bought, I paid maybe $5 for it. I'm surprised you paid that much, Frank. Well, wait, wait, but wait, there's more. <laughs> oh. Um, but this one was Brooks Brothers. And I have, I, as soon as I looked at the label, I knew immediately because several years ago, my sister had given me a Brooks Brothers shirt this size, this pattern, but blue. You've probably seen me wear it on the show. Oh. So I have this exact shirt, but in blue. And I thought, well, I know that one's a no-brainer. Let me tell you, Seeker Frank, you find a shirt that you like that fits, you buy all the colors. <laughs> Well, normally, always. normally, always. normally, I couldn't afford a brand new Brooks Brothers shirt. Okay, so here I've got one that's at the estate sale for five bucks. So I ended up buying ten shirts. Oh wow! But the prices ranged from two to three to five, and they had some, maybe some that were more. But I spent twenty eight dollars for ten shirts. So that was an average of $2.80 a shirt. That's a nice deal right there. I mean, that's, that's how much it's going to cost me to clean them in the future. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tell them a little less starch. Yeah, probably. Just, just a little. Just, well, well, they have it on, on our profile. It, oh. it's, yeah, it already says uh, press and light starch. You can tell I don't dry clean things often. Like fancy dresses are about the only thing I get dry clean. Everything and else, I don't care what it says on the tag. It's going in the regular laundry. So you had your fancy dress on for yes. the Carnes Fairs to the Fair. Yes. Do you know how long I've had that fancy dress? Well, yes, because you've told me, but... <laughs> I got it for Dancing with the Knoxville Stars in 2015, 2016, the year I won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have to, I have to just remind people. So seven years? I'm still really proud that I won a dancing competition because I am not a dancer. So you won the dance part of it. I did. And Kristen Farley won the fundraising part. And we now actually work together. 
And the city. Yeah. Because that city. does confuse me sometimes because you both were so good at fundraising and so good at dancing that I can never remember who won which half of the contest. Yeah. She won fundraising. I won dancing. But she definitely gave me competition for the dancing part because, wow. And your song was? Um, Bruno Mars, A Runaway Baby. Oh, uh, that was good. And then she did... Um, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Yeah. And she did it hers in a cheerleading theme. And I would just like to uh, point out that we both beat Morgan Wallen, who was also in the competition. Is and, that the, and, and Kane. Is that the... Uh, uh, yeah. Billing yeah, Jacobs? It a, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was a good yeah, Morgan era. Wallen is a big deal, right? He's a very big deal in country music. He's, okay. He's had some controversy, but he's Cause I, I don't making know. a lot of money in country music right I, now. I did an interview with Leanne Morgan on PBS recently. Mm-hmm. And we showed some pictures from Dancing with the Knoxville Stars okay. that I had. And... Um, and that she had, and I could, I, one year she competed, and another year she judged. So I'm guessing that she judged the year. I think she judged because my year. Because Morgan Wallen is in one of these pictures, the, right? Yes, yeah. And, and she says, oh, and there's Morgan Wallen. I'm, and it just, it flies right over my head. <laughs> no, he's a really big I know he's a, I know he's a country guy. You know? But then my friend Bean watches the interview, and he writes back in all caps, Morgan Wallen. And I'm like. Yeah, he was in the, <laughs> he was in the picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a, we had a really, Good group of people that year. Mm. So it was a lot of fun. All right. Well, I want to talk more about your uh, beautiful dress oh. and, and uh, your outfit today and some other fun, um, you know, <laughs> things. Uh, but I'll also stop and talk about, speaking of fabulous, uh, high-classy events, you can have them at my friend Maureen's place. It's called the Middleburg Barn in Middleburg, Virginia. I believe you've told me about this before. In the Hunt Country. Yeah. And she's going to have uh, private parties, uh, fundraisers, weddings. In fact, it's wedding season, of course. Yes, it is. Um, so the Facebook page for the Norberg Barn has been full of beautiful couples mm-hmm. getting there, having their beautiful weddings at this beautiful barn, which is really only five years old. Yeah. Yeah, and I was there in 2017 when they were putting it together, putting the final, final touches on it. You've got some pictures up. It looks really Yeah, this is on their website. Yeah. When you go to the middlebarn.com, you can see all of the things. And it's just it's just got this look. You feel like you, know, you might be at uh, the Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs or something. Mm-hmm. It's got that classic look to it. Um, it's rustic luxury, they call it. Oh. Uh, the Gucci barn. And it's been... Uh, That's my type of style. I love... Things yeah. like that. Wedding Wire uh, always rates it very highly on their list. Um, How far is Middleburg, Virginia? Well, it's from here, uh, it would be, you know, an eight-hour, from Knoxville, an eight-hour drive. But we have friends and family who watch up in the D.C. area. And for you, it's nothing. Yeah. It's uh, 40 miles west of D.C. on Route 50, about a 10 or 15-minute drive from uh, Dulles International Airport. That's and bad. it's that part of Virginia that um, it's still, it's like a little bit of a time capsule because it's an old, a lot of the buildings, you know, probably built in the 1700s in that area. Oh, I love that. It's just a more peaceful time. Yeah. And um, I remember going to the Catholic church where JFK went, went, used to go on Sundays occasionally. Oh, wow. And they have a plaque on the pew that says, Kennedy sat here. So, of course, you don't want to go sit there. You get there <laughs> make sure you get there early. You get the right chair. Right chair. <laughs> Literally sit in his chair. Um, uh, yeah, so that was kind of like a getaway. And uh, Maureen recently was, uh, who runs Middleburg Barn, she was uh, mourning the passing of actor James Kahn because he's been to the, yeah. he's been there to visit. His friend Robert Duvall is in the neighborhood, and, and they went horseback riding at Middle at the oh, wow. at Fox Chase Farm. You know, so they they're known in the neighborhood. They hang out and did stuff. Yeah, yeah, kind of cool. I guess I don't think Jimmy Kahn lived in Virginia. He was visiting. Yeah. But they have pictures sense. of him, you know, petting the horses. You say stuff. Robert Duvall, and I still think of Secondhand Lions, which is my favorite movie that he's ever been in. Now, he does live in Virginia somewhere. Yeah. So he goes over. He and, should come here and visit. Oh, he would love it. He's, <laughs> he has actually been to, um, this is a side note, 
but uh, <laughs> like many of the stars, uh, they go to Blackberry Farm. I've heard. I've never been there. I don't think I have the right kind of car to drive up. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll finish the commercial for Middleburg Barn. I'll look them up online at themiddleburgbarn.com or call 540-687-5255. But, <laughs> so many tangents. But, so the, the, the tangent about Blackberry Farm and Townsend, I also don't... I mean, with this shirt, I could probably get in. Probably. But um, a lot of the stars go there. One time, uh, Jimmy Kimmel told this story on TV about his wife kidnapped him for a birthday getaway didn't tell yeah. him where he was going they just got on a plane oh flew to mcgee tyson okay and drove down and he spent the weekend at, Middle- at uh, blackberry farm oh nice i think kelly clarkson uh, I mean, did she get married there yeah does that still count yes she got she got divorced i think wait she just goes by kelly now right did you I know, change I, her name she's confusing everybody because it's really it's about the money <laughs> it's uh, professionally she's kelly clarkson oh okay but i think uh personally she was changing her name to like kelly marie or kelly something something like that because yeah. of the divorce but it has to get anyway once the husband gets it's, it's complicated yeah and, I got, and we I, don't really know their business because we're not part of the relationship and i'm now so. past the part where i really have had lost interest anyway so <laughs> yes. let you look it up yourself um <laughs> this is not a celebrity gossip show because I've lost interest in Kelly Clarkson's life at this point. Uh, you know, I've told you everything I care about. Um, somebody, oh, and Billy Bob Thornton and Robert Duvall were making a movie in Atlanta mm-hmm. and uh, decided to go on, take a weekend off, and they drive up from Atlanta up to Blackberry Farm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, that's the, enough side notes. Speaking of fancy clothes. <laughs> Back to fancy clothes. What are you, you wearing know, now? What are you wearing today? Uh, today it's just a sunflower dress with pockets. Because you can, I can kind of see, see the sunflowers. See that's why you told me to wear the yellow one. Because yes. you went through the 10 uh, shirts that I bought and yes. picked this one. Well, yeah. So, yeah. It's just it's Amazon. Did you buy in all the colors? I didn't, knowing that Prime Day was coming up at the time in which I bought this. So, I will go back and hopefully get a sale on some of the other colors. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I was self-conscious because I had put on a gray T-shirt and I under this. And I was worried that it would show through. Yeah, and you said, no, it's the same as you. When you put on, when you were getting dressed this morning, you are like... Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. My undergarments were not the right colors. So I had to change. <laughs> <laughs> so much we thought. Think of, we, we think about things like this. Yeah, so much thought has to go into it. Yeah. And your uh, Dancing with the Stars dress, just absolutely lovely. Which yeah, I right. had not even tried on in seven years until I put it on that morning. I sent you a picture, and I was like, hey, does this work? Is this too fancy? It looks fantastic. And you were like, it's great. I'm like, thank goodness I still fit into it. <laughs> well, I wanted to tell you a quick story about getting dressed, and it's got to do with some of the grandkids. Oh. Uh, my grandsons, well, they, for Fourth of July, they go to a costume party or a theme party. Oh. Oh, how and, fun. And it's kind of, this was the last year of it. One of the uh, relatives on Brian's side of the family uh, has a big party up in Saugerties, New York, and on the 4th of July, because the parade would go past their family home. Okay. And for years, I think for 30 years, they would put on these elaborate um, parties in the That's front a yard. time. <laughs> but it got to the point where it was probably more popular than the actual parade. You know, because people would be crowded around, and they would yeah. do and breaks in the parade. They'd run out in the street and do the chicken dance, and they had a DJ and they had a speakers. Oh wow! I want to go to this party. And they would do their own commentary on the parade, their un- unauthorized oh. commentary on the parade. That's awesome. <laughs> so now I feel like we should set up by a parade and do that, Frank. Yeah, we should find a parade and do that. I'll, I'll do it. I'll totally do it. <laughs> That's actually pretty fun. Going back in history. Um, Fraser Smith was a famous DJ in Los Angeles. He worked on uh, mostly on KLOS, but a couple of different stations, okay. maybe KMET. And uh, he would do his alternative Rose Parade commentary on the radio. Oh, I bet so that's great. So what you would do is you would turn 
down the TV sound and turn on the radio sound, oh, and he would do his sarcastic Rose Parade coverage on the radio. That's <laughs> amazing. So, anyhow. Uh, this, All the snarky comments that you think, but you're yes, like, ah, that's you, too judgy, I shouldn't say that. He says I, them. One of, my, one of my first parade gigs, I did the, uh, the Vienna-Virginia Halloween Parade. Because someone else couldn't do it, and they, they asked me, to, and I had, yeah. I had a blast. I was cracking jokes, and people were laughing, but I don't. I think I must have crossed the line. Oh, they didn't invite you back? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you definitely crossed the line. <laughs> but anyway, it was the official, you know, I was on the official podium, you know, and the mayor and everybody was in yeah. the, you know, all that. So, uh, yeah. But anyway. You got big for your britches. Right. I did. I was, I was young. I was young. I didn't know. So uh, the kids are all dressed up in different costumes, mm-hmm. and this kind of a mishmash theme. Kind of a, over the years, they've had Star Wars themes, and oh. they've had uh, you know pick a thing, pick a pop culture thing, superhero themes. Yeah, whatever. they've just they've gone with it. So what was this year? Uh, this year was you're supposed to go as a character with your same first initial. Okay. So um, like Artie went as Artie America, and they gave him a beer hat. <laughs> And he put two. He put two. He was Artie America, and he put two uh, Sprite Zeros in there, and he's drinking them out of the straw. Oh my gosh! And I think he took his Captain America um, shield and put it under his shirt to make it look like he had a big belly. That's actually adorable. You're gonna have to show me a photo of this. And then, um, and Timmy was the Tin Man because they had a Tin Man costume. So Timmy, Timmy, here's T. Tin Man. Uh, Some late woman whose name started with D was a Dorothy. The the guys who were running the parade. Their names are Greg and something with an A, so they went as Ace and Gary, the ambiguously gay duo from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Circle what years? Sorry. Oh, this 90s. Um, Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert were the voices of this bit. I've watched SNL a little bit over the years, but I don't recall. Okay. That. Well, they were two so I'll st- have to go Google it. It's a cartoon, um, and they were superhero characters. Okay. So they had I'll those costumes Google. on with the big A and the big G on them. Um, so Charlie decides he's going to go as Charizar Robot. So he's four. Is this some kid cartoon that I, I haven't know. gotten there because kids are like, you know, a little bit younger than him? It doesn't really matter because I think he made it up. Okay. But he said... That he well, wanted, good. Imagination's he wa- great. He wanted to be a robot, so he made up a C word, C-H, Charlie, like word that, to go in front of it. I'm, I'm a Charlie Czar, whatever, robot. Aww. So he needs all... He decides he's going to put on all gray clothes. Okay. That's because robots are gray. Oh, they're only gray? His, this one is. Okay. So he basically, he looked like a regular kid wearing gray clothes. But at the end of the parade, he pulls off his gray shirt, and he's got another shirt on under it. He pulls off his gray shorts, and he's got another pair of shorts on under it. He sits down, and he pulls off his two gray socks, and he's got two gray socks on under it. He's got... <laughs> and people are saying, what are you doing? He said, well, I'm taking off my costume socks. This is, these are my cost, this is my costume shirt, this is my costume <gasps> pants, and this is my costume socks, even though they're exactly the same as the socks he's wearing underneath, which are not, not costume socks. That is really adorable. That is so much less embarrassing than what my kids did on well, the then, front yard But then the he day. says to them, to, oh, wait, and he, they tell the, somebody, don't worry, though, I don't have on costume underwear. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't need to peel off any costume underwear. Uh, <sighs> which is good, because that's about, exactly what my kids do. They peel off their... So what happened boys. was, yeah, I do. They're boys. They're three and a half. I have twins, and we were playing in the front yard. We've got a cul-de-sac, so I was down the street, a couple houses with one of my twins. My husband was watching the other one, 
and I hear a car coming up the drive. So, you know, I make sure I've got one. We're going over to the side. I turn around just to make sure that my husband's paying attention and is watching the other kid. And I see Brady with his pants down just peeing in the yard. And the guy who's driving by, I can just see him cracking up in the car. And I'm mortified. The front yard. The front yard. This is the front yard. And, you know, and I blame my husband. I was like, where were you? We were on man-to-man coverage. Because we <laughs> we relate um, who's watching which kid by, you know, sports terms. So we're either man-to-man or we're in zone. And we we're definitely in man-to-man coverage. And, and that the- was my husband's fault <laughs> for letting that happen. <laughs> and one of the kids is named Brady. So it kind of, the sports analogy totally works. <laughs> Oh Somehow gosh. I just can't picture Tom Brady, even a toddler Tom Brady, doing that. Well, I, I, I didn't know that I could either, but it gets to the point now with my, my daughter's family where she's got, you know, the three boys and now two girls. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just have to decide, huh. is it it's better to let the kid pee outside than the, the potential consequences you know, but maybe if you're aware that it's about to happen, you can guide yes. them over to like oh, yeah, a yeah. bush and maybe well, facing away from the road, like not I'll, just like exactly. here I am. No, I'll you point know, that because out. it wasn't like you know they think three and a half. He's not like aiming. You know, oh, he's it's just, just it's just you know he's just poor kid. Ta-da! Uh, well, with 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 our boys, there was a, they were in the pool when they're in the, I gotta go, and you don't want them to pee in the pool. Yeah. So. And at this point, they're dripping wet, so you've got to dry them off, get them out of their swimsuit, and get them in the house to pee. Or uh, you say, look, uh, just go around the corner of the fence, and here's the hose. Wash yourself off. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the backyard. Yeah. A little different. You you have to steer them to make sure they're not too close to the neighbors on either side and find a little hidden spot. And we also had an issue when uh, we were up in Virginia, and uh, we had a... uh, I guess it was I'm trying to think. I guess it was somebody's Artie's first communion party, so it was okay. not that long ago. And the two younger ones are both in the point where they they got to pee, and we're out in the middle of a park, and there's no, oh. and it's raining and wet. And the dad takes Charlie, I guess, off and says they find a place in the park. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm just, I've got Timmy's like oh, now I got to go, and the, everyone looks around like who's the next. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> Clo- you know, relative who can be trusted to do this. Yeah. So I'm taking this kid into the park, and I'm like, oh, this is awful. I'm, bit, you know, because you have to tell him at some point, okay, pull down your pants and pee. In, and, and you have to make sure you're in a at least somewhat secluded spot. Right, and, but you don't want to be too close as the... as the. No, yeah, and you, but you also have to guide them to make sure that it doesn't just get on their pants yes, anyway. Yes, yes. So the I'm whole like, thing. go stand, go hide in that, go around there. And I'm going to be back here 10 or 15 yards away. <laughs> 10 or 15 yards? My goodness. What is he going to look Peter? I don't want to watch it. I don't know. I don't want to be, I don't need to be that close. I just want him to be, take how, care of it. How old is Timmy? Uh, Timmy's six. Oh, okay. So a little bit different from like a three and a half year old. You right. kind of have to help with the process still versus six. He's, he's got it. He just needs a space. Yeah. <laughs> that, made, that makes a little bit more sense. It's just like you're just standing guard, just be like. I don't think I don't remember having to do this with my son. I don't remember this being a thing. I remember he just would go to the bathroom like a normal person. <laughs> you, you just blocked out the memories. That's all. Probably, <laughs> probably. Well, um, this we always have so many stories. I hope you'll come back again of real course. soon and do another show with us because we could chat for. I mean, look at for look hours. at all the things I didn't even get to on the list. Oh wow, know? I'm amazed you had that many things on the list. 
Um, well, yeah, always. Yeah. The brain never stops. I know. Mine either. <laughs> and and also having just had the boys here for three weeks and having gone up to visit them and just everything that's happened. I mean, we spent you know the first half of the show talking about literally just this past week. I know. It's been a busy week. And speaking of that, so Carnes Fair is coming up this weekend. Saturday, Saturday 10 a.m. at Carnes High School. So. You're gonna go? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm gonna bring the kids. So let them, you know, meet meet all the new royalty, all of the fairs of the fair yes. pageant winners that we crowned this past weekend. Yeah, Artie's gonna probably be jealous because he uh, came to the pageant last year, oh. and I could tell you saw the, one of the girls who was last year's winners who came out and guided the others. Mm-hmm. I think Artie had goo guys for her the Aww. whole. Yeah. <laughs> they <laughs> were all of it. I will just another side note about the pageant as I was so impressed with the poise. Of all of the contestants, but even the little ones, because yeah. I can't get my kids to sit still for five seconds, let alone to stand there, smile, hands on hips, all of that. Like I was well, just very impressed with them. That, that is their little league. That is their swim team. That is their yeah. soccer. Whatever. Their, that's they their train for this exactly. But again, training even like three year olds like that. I'm just impressed. We had a one year old in the past. I know, and she still behaved better than my kids. <laughs> <laughs> all you pageant moms because that's that's tough yes all right well uh so much fun as always um i'll uh, mention one last thing because before it gets too far away from fourth of july do your neighbors shoot off a lot of fireworks yes and it doesn't bother me i used to, i thought it would bother me but i kind of it's like free uh, entertainment right but i'm sitting on the couch editing a video and you start to hear this all the fireworks mm-hmm. and, they, and i'm thinking all right i gotta go look up and i jump up and i run out the door and it stopped yeah you missed it because you got to be there. You got to be ready. You got to be standing there. And it's and so I'm going to wait for the next round. And it's so hot and so humid. I'm like, oh, well, all right. I'm going to go back and sit back down. I was very bahumbug this year. Like oh. I heard it, but I'm like, no, I'm tired. I'm not going to do this. So the next the next set goes off, and I'm because I'm comfortable on the couch. I'm like, all right, let me get up. And this happened. I did this three times, missing all of the fireworks every time. And so finally, I'm like, oh, this is stupid. And um, You should have just gotten a chair. I should have just gotten a chair. But these were, my neighbors shoot off fireworks pretty much every weekend, so I probably could just <laughs> wait. Oh, my God. That I would have a big problem with. <laughs> but, oh well, uh, certainly when there's a minor holiday, like Father's Day or um, Arbor Day, Memorial Day, whatever. They, it's always fireworks. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh-huh. But on the actual 4th, um, I went upstairs and... At, just at, at, I was taking out the garbage can, really, and I started seeing like this big displays in the distance. So I ran upstairs to the upstairs bedroom windows and balcony, and I, I could actually see the downtown, the finale of the downtown Knoxville fireworks. That's cool. Um, and it was reflecting off the clouds, and it was, you know, I could tell it was that's what it was. Yeah. I didn't see a perfect show of it, but it was kind of interesting. And then there was another one I was seeing from another direction. It could have been Oak Ridge or another community. Yeah, I mean, could have been. Yeah, so anyway, that's, I just felt so stupid, though, sitting on the couch and getting comfortable. <laughs> Let me get up. <laughs> I bought my kids those little poppets, you know, that you just throw them on the ground and they yeah. make the sound. We did, we did that during the day, and, you know, we didn't. But we're, they're still a little young to stay up late for fireworks. Yes, yeah, I grew up Which in, means I just don't want to deal with them staying up late and the consequences of that. Yeah. <laughs> I grew up in an area where um, you can't shoot fireworks legally, so I never. I, mean, I it's don't still think exciting. it's legal to shoot them here either. Well, or well, you would know. You work. For <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the county, not the city. Okay, so it's I'm a little the, different. I'm in the city, so. But did you, um, I almost overslept this morning before you came over. Oh yeah. You remember last night you said you were... Uh, yeah, well, last night I woke up like three times, so I think I dozed off on the couch with my kids watching TV this morning. Because you were anxious, you're thinking, I don't, don't oversleep kind of thing? No, 
no, I just couldn't sleep. I just kept oh. waking up. It was well. That happens to me. So last night I thought, oh, I know what I'm going to do. At nine o'clock, Becca's coming over tomorrow morning at eight. I'm, at nine o'clock, I'll take a Tylenol PM to make sure I get a solid night's sleep. Oh, I don't mess with sleeping pills. Like I feel like I would never. Well, wake it was up. a Tylenol, and I was I had been out working in the garden, and I'm achy all over. So instead of taking oh. regular, I took the PM. Okay, well that makes sense. And it's generic. It wasn't. It was, it was Sam's Club brand. <laughs> yes, I'm all about the generics. So this morning, forty five minutes before you get here, Jerry says, you know Becca's coming soon, right? It's like, it's 7.15. And I'm like, ah! So you must have loved the text that I sent you at 7.45 saying, by the way, I'm going to be about 10 minutes late. Yes. I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I, I was on the struggle bus this morning, no pun yeah. intended. All right. Well, um, let's wrap it here and remind you that all sorts of audio entertainment is available at Audible. And if you use our URL, you're helping support the show, helping us uh, buy batteries and whatnot. I'm I'm checking the batteries to make sure sure we're still uh, still got power Um, and mugs and things. Uh, Go to audibletrial.com slash show and get a free 30-day trial of the premium version of Audible. And premium members get an MP3 download credit each and every month. So during your first 30 days, you would get one of those credits, and they don't want you to want it back. You get to download it forever, keep it forever, try out Audible the way a premium member does during those first 30 days. And then they've got, you know, tens of thousands of titles and new ones coming out. If you listened um, to everything on Audible, it would take like 300 years, I think they figured out. Wow. So so you're never going to run out of things to listen to, and there's either ever uh, growing list of podcast episodes like this episode is on audible you can listen to us on audible Um, and you kind of they talk about found time so when you're driving to work or driving around or I've got my new AirPods that I got for my birthday. Oh, fancy. Look at you. I thought my wife I thought my wife had splurged and indulged until I realized why she gave them to me. What, did she win them or no? Somebody no. Somebody gave them to her. She just passed them on to you. No, no. She uh, she heard. She, well, Catherine Frady has a pair and talked about how great they are. Oh. But the um, when I'm editing these videos, <laughs> <laughs> she's tired of hearing your voice. <laughs> so I use them now. I listen- how many years have y'all been married? Uh, Thirty-seven. Ah, oh, true love. So uh, <laughs> so I use the uh, the AirPods now for editing video, but also use it for listening to podcasts. Yeah. So when you're in your audio books and any other thing you want to listen to on Audible, so go to audibletrial.com slash show. <laughs> and if you don't want to annoy your spouse, make sure you listen with earbuds or headphones. Yes. So the reason I, yeah, because when you're editing, you know, when you're editing audio or video, yeah, you listen to the same few seconds yep, of over sound over. over and over again to get it just right. And that's my wife said, that's enough. I, I, where, the, where are the things? Just stop. Just please stop bothering me. <laughs> so it was a very selfish gift. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the merch, please do go to frankandfriendsshow.com slash store to enjoy uh, the soft, sumptuous towel. Ooh, ooh, that is soft. Oh, you haven't seen this before. I haven't. This is new. Oh. Summer season. Yeah. Yeah, let's... Oh, it's it's just spectacular. It's got go. the, just cover our faces. Yeah, I know that's the that's Thank the bit. Everybody seems to love doing that. But it's got the nice big logo on it yeah. that uh, Jody Collins at Feral Giant drew for us. Yeah, so it reminds me of a like an In and Out Burger sign in the Smoky Mountains if they had such a thing, a tawdry motel. <laughs> <laughs> Just the arrow sign. Well, Tawdry. Uh, next, I mean, on a future episode, I have to talk about the the cheap, cheap, cheap motel where my wife and I stayed up in Virginia and how awful it was. 
And of course, I, I haven't gone. This is hilarious. Okay, well, we'll save that for next time. <laughs> next time. I've got too many stories. It is the Frank and Friends Show. I'm Frank Murphy. I'm Becca J. Thanks for watching. We'll talk to you again next time. Smash that button for notifications.